What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And and guys, I'm not even going to try to introduce this gentleman that, that we have on the show today because uh, I don't even know how to say enough great things. I'm gonna let you tell uh, tell them about yourself. But we have got Coach Bill Hart. He is a friend. I would even call you a mentor in my life. Uh, you're, you're a part of the company that we serve people with, and you're just, you're you're just as you're as good of a human as I know on the planet. I don't know how else to describe you. <laughs> well, I'll take so, that intro all day long. And, so, and if so you could please I, travel with me, that'd be awesome. Make you got that it. intro I'll, every time. Yeah. I will be your hype man whenever you call on me. I'm in. And, and so, guys, I this is Coach Bill Hart. I call him CB for Coach Bill because I'm a nickname guy. <laughs> but Co- Coach Bill, will you tell everybody just real quick, like, who you are, what you do, and then we're going to jump deep into some awesome stuff. You bet. Yeah, man. So I'm a, I'm a coach. I work for a company called Building Champions. We call ourselves executive coaches, and I've done this for 18 years. And I think we figured that 17,000 hours in the coach's chair. So uh, spent a lot of time in the mortgage and the real estate industries primarily. And that's kind of the, the place where I, where I hang out. And, and you won't say this, but, but I, I think just about every single one of your clients would be in like the top one to two percent of mortgage lenders in America. So yeah, you're so you're not that, just coaching the, the tiny no. guys. You're, you're no, I used to. Shit. I used to. Yeah, I mean now I just you know I just coach people that perform at a very high level because that's kind of where I've evolved to, and and I coach a lot of executives now, and I think three yeah. different presidents of mortgage companies, and and so yeah, man, it's a it's a it's a fun way to engage with an industry that I enjoy. And, and so I want to, I want to dig deep because you're, you're a boomer, right? That would, that would be where you fall in the, in, in the name calling that we have for how old people are, right? I'm a, and I'm a so you're a boomer, right? You would fall oh, into I'm the a boomer, boomer category. I thought you said builder. I'm totally a boomer. Yep. A boomer. 65. So, yep. so you're a boomer yet in spite of what we think about boomers and and the struggles that 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 generation may have with technology and social media, you are deep in to activity on Facebook and just social media, video. So talk to me about like, you could have had an excuse of like, man, I'm just an old school coach. I've been doing this for for forever. I don't really want to do that's for the young kids. Like, why did you choose to overcome all the natural obstacles and, and go in anyway? 
Yeah, so it's it's such a good question, man, and it's you know it, it it allows me. It's a cool thing to do. I was just in San Antonio speaking to a group a couple of weeks ago live. First time I've done that in a long time. Had thirty five people in a ballroom for five hundred. Oh my gosh! But that audience, it was easy for me because they all had dark hair, right? So it's easy for me to say, "Hey, if I can do it, yeah. you can do it." <laughs> and if you're not being relevant on social media right now, you're irrelevant. And that's just a sad place to be. So it was never really a conscious effort for me, Kyle. This was more of a um, just an evolution. It, I'll tell you where it started for me. It started with Gary Vaynerchuk's first book called Crush It, probably 10 years ago, where he started talking about video. And that's where I started to get really big into video long before anybody else was doing much of it. Certainly more than I, I don't think there were any other coaches that I knew of that were in that space. And so, yeah, man, I just, I, here's the way I look at it, dude. I just, if you'll allow me here, of course, um, well, you're the boss, dude. To, you can do whatever you want. It's easier for me to, to draw than it is to just talk. Right. But if that's kind of my, you know, friends and family, right. The immediate people in my life, I know, is there a reflection? Can you see it? Okay. Yeah. Just tilt it down a little bit. How about that? There? Got it there. Yep. Then, then that's like my, my um, sphere just outside of that. Cause so this could be my extended family, right? Relatives, uh, neighbors, yep. people that I know, but social's like way out here. And that's the place where it's just an extended relationship, right? So yeah. that's the way I view social. I don't view it as a tactical effort. I think it's much the way that you view it, Kyle. It's just the way I articulate it. Like if, so if I'm a realtor, you've coached a bunch of realtors. Here's the classic example. If I'm a real estate agent and you invite me over to your house and I come over and I say, hey, Kyle, I'm looking for paper. I don't have any paper because we're paperless. Um, I've got a new listing and I've got like a stack of 50 sheets on this new listing. And I'm like, thank you so much. Oh, the shrimp is delicious. Hey, here's my new listing. And if I just hand those sheets out on my new listing, you're never going to invite me back, right? Like people are going right. to be looking like, he's obnoxious. So why would I do that on social? If, right, if all I'm talking about is my new listing, then I'm just, I, I, people will tune me out, unfriend me and run away screaming. So instead, so, what I figured out is just like, just be interesting. If I want to attract the interested, I need to be interesting. I love that. So good. If I want to attract the interested, I've got to be interesting. Mm. So, but what, CB, what, what's the disconnect? Because in the analogy that you just gave, I would hope to believe about humanity that we would not physically carry a stack of a new listing into a dinner party, right? Like I, most people would have the wherewithal sure. to go, that's to not, not appropriate. Do that. Yeah. But why in our brains does that not click when yeah. it comes to social media? Yeah, it's tough. I just, I think it's because that's our default. Our default is, well, this is the thing that I have to talk about that, that benefits me and that is the most obvious thing that I should do, which I think is also the thing that keeps people from doing it, right? It's like, yeah. well, I don't want to do that. So if, and I don't want to post pictures of my dog and my lunch. So I don't really know then what to do. So the way that I approach this, the way that I, I coach clients on it, if you have no place else to go, and by the way, run towards kyledraper.com and click on content compounding because it will change your life and make this so much easier. 
because now that I've been using that service, all I do is I record a two to three minute video. I send it off to your team. They know what my look is. So they've got, you know, the branding, the fade to black, the, you know, the the closed captions, all the stuff that I would have done manually, which is like, why was I doing that? I'm not good at that. I shouldn't be doing that. Anyway. Um, but as far as the content, if you're going to, if you're going to have content compounding, you, you got to have content, right? You can yep. compound it, but you can't, your team can't compound something that doesn't exist. Right. So here's what I figured out. Three buckets, man. Super simple way to look at it. If I want to start thinking about content, Kyle, I say, number one, what interests you or you, that you find entertaining. So you'll see a lot of my posts are just things that I think are funny or interesting or whatever, but, but not all of it. Like if that's all I do, then I'm a buffoon, right? The second thing I think is I've got to look for something that is connected to what I do. So I've got a professional bucket. So there you'll see me. And this is the stuff your team does for me, where I'll talk about a best practice, a skill set. This is the way to close the gaps between intention and execution. But if I'm in mortgage lending, it could be, hey, there are options out there right now. We just helped a young couple, didn't think they could afford a home. They're actually paying less for their new home than they were paying in rent. Or the person that didn't think they could buy something because if they sold their house, they didn't think, but, but you know what, we put a deal together and this is it. So tell those stories. And then the last one is inspiration. I just, I think it's important because I am so affirmed by this, Kyle. This is like, this is no longer just my opinion. This is like, black and white, absolutely the truth. You're this way too. If you inspire, if you encourage, if you don't let yourself get pulled down into the muck and talk about the the crappy stuff that we all know about and see about, what people start saying is, I so appreciate you calling that out. You inspire Mm -hmm. me. Thank you for the encouragement. I don't know where else we're going to get it these days, guys. And I think part of that is our responsibility. If you've got any kind of tribe, Seth Godin calls it, right? A group of people that kind of follow you. I think we have a responsibility to share the good stuff, brother. And, and I, I know you've probably had people tell you this too, because I've experienced it now more than ever because of how much negativity is out there. We stick out like sore thumbs. Totally. As the, the, the men and, and women willing to, just be positive and encouraging. It's like being and, a and lighthouse, man, you know? Yep. So, so coach talk to, because I love, you know, I love when I get to have, you know, you're, you're the, you're my parents age, right? You're in your sixties. Yeah. And, and I, no one respects and honors their parents more than I respect and honor mine nice. because of just the wealth of knowledge and wisdom and love and, uh, that, that they've just poured out on me my entire life. The average age of a loan officer, the average age of a realtor is still in its in, in 50 years old. Yep. Right. And so they're, they're in that generation of, they feel too old. They don't feel, uh, they don't feel relevant enough to be where we are, or yep. they're a try hard if they even try go for it. Yeah. Like, what would you say? To, to the person listening that, that would carry that I'm too old banner. Yeah. Like, how would you encourage them to put themselves out there on social media? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, first of all, if you're in that place and you just can't get past it, then just get the hell out of the business. That's good. I love it. I love it. Come on. Like, I'm not kidding, right? I'm making a quote graphic out of that. (laughs) Because here's the thing. I don't want anybody to be that person, right? But the reason that I'm being extreme about it is I want people to react to it like, well, I'm not that person. I'm, I'm not that person. Okay, so let, we've established that. You need to figure out a way to be relevant. One of the ways that I, and I, I literally wake up every single day saying, how do I sharpen my skills, my understanding, my wisdom today? How do I pour a little bit more white paint in my bucket every single day? So part of the way I do that is I read, I watch masterclass, I listen to podcasts. Dude, I am a sponge for thought mm. leadership and content. So, so I'm always, always growing. So if I'm growing, it allows me then to show up in a more relevant way. And often the stuff that I talk about is not my original content. It's something right. I read. It's something I saw. It's something I listened to that inspired me. It's somebody's story that I tell. So get past this age thing, you guys. It is, you know, I have built a ridiculous following and a pretty amazing business because of the way that I show up on social media. And in the beginning, I mean, everybody's going to say, well, you know, coach, you got the voice and you got the light, and you got the bookcase. <laughs> and I, Well, it wasn't always that way. I mean, go, right. go to YouTube and look up Coach Bill Hart and look at some of my 10-year-old videos, dude. It's horrible lighting. It's, you know, it's, it looks like this, you know, it, it, it's yeah. the worst lighting. It's, it's a cheesy oak bookcase behind me. It's a, yeah. a flat wall. I look like, like, like I've been, you know, kidnapped by Al Qaeda. And, and yet I, those are the videos that I was producing in the beginning. So I, my best yeah. advice is like, just run towards it and jump in, start doing it. Let me just say one last thing about video. If I may, you called this out yeah. this morning on a post about your weight. We all have our insecurities, right? Internally, I see myself as at about 38. So when I see gray hair and wrinkles, I'm like, that's "That's not not what I see internally. But here's what I figured out. When I sit down across the table from you, this is what you see. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I don't like the way it looks on camera doesn't mean anything. It's just who I am, right? If I don't like the way I sound, that if I've got a, a voice that sounds like I've been inhaling helium, it may not be an ideal voice, right, for radio, but it's your voice. So yep. look, here's what we know. You know this because of your, your previous job, and I know this as a man who's read the Bible. Uh, it's been said that God don't make junk, right? So who Amen. you are is who you are. And of all the Kyle Drapers I've ever known, you're the best one I've ever met and you That's rock right. and you rock. Right. So if I'm speaking yeah. to somebody right now and you don't like your hair and you don't like the way it looks and my, I look like I have chins, too many chins, like stop it. You meet with people. They see you. Right. right? Come on, get over it. It, it is. It's uh, it's such a weird, like the, the self-limiting beliefs that, that go into video are, are unbelievable. And when you boil them down and break them down the way you just did, it's just silly that, that we allow that to keep us from doing what, what you and I believe is the most powerful thing that someone can be doing. Well, and remember, these are the same people that are willing to go out on appointments and meet at restaurants and go to fundraisers and like, 
you're not locking yourself in your house on purpose to not be seen like whatever, right. you know, we're, we're, we're right. not all, you know, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Oh, wait, that didn't work out so well, but you know what I'm That's saying, not, right? You no, know what I'm totally, saying? Totally. Yeah, so take, br bring what you got, bring what you got, shine a light on it. Because here, here's the other thing that I will say. I believe this with all my heart and soul. I believe that I have a responsibility. Like this isn't just an option for me. I think I have a responsibility, Kyle, to share what I've learned so that I can help other people. And so if a day goes by and I don't shine my light and I don't share what I've learned, there's somebody that wasn't challenged, encouraged, sharpened. And I'm going to say the same thing to you. If you're a mortgage lender, if you're a realtor, whoever it is that's watching this, there's something you know in your personal story, something that you've learned about sobriety, marriage, your business, life in general, Zoom calls, right? Driving, whatever. You, there's something that you've learned that you can share that will help somebody today. Push that stuff out. I think we have a responsibility. Well, and, and I think... CB, what I hear you saying is, and for me personally, the joy of helping someone else is greater than the pain of looking stupid. Perfect. Perfectly me, put. Perfectly right? put. I totally it's agree. It's just worth it. By the way, you it need to quote box on that. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. yeah. That's pretty this good. This is supposed right to be about there. you, but I try now, to, you know, I, get like. That one. So, the. Dude, here, here's where I want to kind of wrap up because you've got, I think you've got coaching clients in like I do. seven or eight minutes. Yep. And I'm so appreciative of you giving me your time oh, to, to be on, on the podcast. So you did a video and I put a quote from it out on, on Instagram this morning called Shoulder Taps mm. that has been your most successful video that you've ever done. It, it's received millions of views across all platforms and it is, it is such a beautiful story of, of essentially you reminding a woman of her husband who'd passed a year before, completely unbeknownst to you. Unknowingly, exactly. And, and, and the moral of your video was God always is going to tap us on the shoulder to, to prepare us for moments where we get to make an impact. Totally. And so what, what I the question that I wanted to ask you as I watched the video was for me as a former pastor, as a lover of Jesus, mm. I totally understand what your video is about. Mm. But for the person that watches that, that goes like, what are you talking about? A shoulder tap from God. Like, what yeah. is that? Like, that sounds so weird. That sounds sure. cartoonish. Totally get it. Like, how do we prepare ourselves to be able to respond when, when those moments happen? So here's the best way that I can tell you this, and it's going to take me a couple of minutes to get through the story. And it's, it's what I call my God on the golf course story. And it was the first time that I listened to the shoulder tap. So here's my okay. belief. I think God encourages, cajoles, taps, hits us over the head with a hammer multiple times during our life. And if I could only speak from my experience, I ignored them. I didn't know what they were. There were, it was a voice that I, I didn't recognize or a feeling that didn't make sense to me, but 
I'm on a golf course one day and I'm playing golf with three guys I don't know. It's just the way that it worked out. My other guys canceled out. We shake hands. We start going around from the moment we teed off on the first hole. The thought occurs to me. I don't mean like I'm hearing Charlton Heston's voice. I mean like my voice internally, right, is you need to pray for these guys. Sorry, you need to pray with, important distinction. You need to pray with these guys. And I'm like, I should be thinking about hitting a three wood or a seven iron. Like this makes no sense. (laughs) Right. So we get to, I don't know, dude, the 13th hole or something. And two of the guys are up on the tee box, kind of out of, out of earshot. And the other guy's down here. And he says, man, I am so glad they're out here today. And I said, why is that? And he said, well, his son and his teenage daughter were killed in a car accident about a month ago. So I'm like, Mm. Wow. Because really this thought has, it's probably been, you know, 400 times now it's gone through my head by the 13th mm-hmm. hole. So now I have a decision to make. It's like, okay, this isn't just some weird coincidence. This is like, I'm being called out to do something. And my walk, my faith walk is not strong at this point. This is yeah. 15 years ago. Like I knew God, but I didn't know God. Right. Yeah. Um, so on the 18th hole, Kyle, I finally decide, okay, I'm going to do it. Right. So if, if you play golf, if you know this moment, right, 18th hole, you take off your hat, you shake hands, at least in the old days. Now it's air, air high fives or fist bumps <laughs> or touch putters or whatever you yeah. do. Um, but we shook hands and I said, hey, I heard about your loss. And if you'll allow me, I would love to pray with you guys. They start crying. All three of them start crying. I start crying. You know, this as a pastor, I make a living with my vocal cords. When I get emotional, they just constrict and I'm like squeaking, right? So I squeak out this ridiculous prayer that sounded something like this. Lord, only you know, you know why you brought us together today. But I know, Jesus, that you love these men and you want them to know that you are real in your life, in their lives. I get emotional today. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That was my prayer with them. I don't know anything about their walk. I never saw them again. I have no idea. Here's what I do know. As I drove away, I called my son-in-law, who's a praise and worship leader, and I told him the story. And he said, dude, in biblical times, it was called um, it was called an Ebenezer, where when something miraculous happened along the road out in the desert, because it was all in the desert, right? They would build a little monument of rocks. And he said, you need to build an Ebenezer in your mind and in your heart today because you were used by God today. Mm. So this is years later, right? This is 12 years later that the shoulder taps moment happens. But what I'm saying to you, Kyle, is I don't ignore those things anymore. When that occurs to me, because here's the upshot that I should say to you. What I said to Mark, my son-in-law, is I said, dude, I feel elated, energized, unbelievable. Like if I, this is a runner's high, maybe I need to start running because this is a, an amazing feeling. Yeah. And he said, yeah. that's where God wants you all the time. The way you feel right now, that's where you're supposed to feel all the time. So that's where it started for me. And that's what I would encourage somebody if they don't, if they don't, if you can't relate to this as we're talking about this and it doesn't make sense to you, as Kyle said, it's easy to kind of just relegate that to some kind of weird, you know, comic book cartoony kind of thing like I can't relate to. And all I'm saying to you is just listen, just listen, because we have a loving God that wants to use you in key moments. And if you're open to it, you'll be blessed beyond your wildest dreams. Amen. Man, Coach Bill, you're the best, man. Oh, you're, and guys, we're going to, I'm like, I'm going to put the shoulder tap 
link in the show notes. So for anybody that's listening, that's like, man, I got to see this video. It'll be in the show notes when the podcast releases. And, and guys, I, I want to just tell you quickly, if, if you've heard Coach Bill talk about this experience on the golf course with, with God, and you're like, I don't know what that is, I would be interested in, in talking about it. Guys, th- this is a social media podcast, but, but before anything else matters, I love Jesus with all my heart and would love nothing more than to never sell you anything other than share with you my experience of how Jesus has absolutely changed my life. And, and I know that coach Bill, you would, you would feel the same way. And All day so, long, brother. Uh, just, you, I am please, easy to find. So yeah, if you want to reach out to Kyle, reach out to us or you want to reach love out to, to talk. me and how, anytime. how do people find you? Dude, CB, come on, like go to the Google and type in coach Google heart and you will find <laughs> me. So maybe a better question is what is the, what is your preferred method of, you bet. is it, they hook up with you on Instagram or Facebook yeah, or go yeah. to your website? For sure. I, coachphilhart.com probably the easiest, but yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll find me, you'll find me wherever coach Bill Hart's are sold. That's right. And you're the, you're the only coach Bill Hart I know. I'm pretty sure I'm the only only one at the moment. Yeah. Well, I I cannot thank you enough for for spending some time with me. The, Brother, this is going to be an incredible honor. episode that people are going to love. My honor. And, uh, and I so I I am going to close one more time by saying that the you know the okay. the wisdom that you had and maybe it was a shoulder tap to start content compounding was absolutely brilliant. And as you know, I've spent I've sent many of my clients to you because people get hung up on the production. Like, yeah, yeah, I can record a video, but now I don't know what to do with it. And then your team does these amazing like graphics, call outs and, you know, teaser videos. And man, if you want to take your game up a lot for, I don't know what, 500 bucks a month, it's like, you don't have to hire a full-time person. You just outsource this. I mean, you've got, you've got options and I know there's different levels that they can engage with you on, but I am just telling you guys, if you're in this business and this is a, a weakness for you, one of the best ways that you can strengthen your game is by using content compounding. And as I recall, it's month to month, right? Like they're not signing right. up for a 12 month agreement. Correct. So just run towards it. You guys get this today. Go. Don't do another thing and until you, you do that. And you heard it from coach Bill's mouth, not mine. It's a fact. So, true. Well, this has been an awesome episode. I appreciate my pleasure, you more brother. than you'll ever know. Likewise, buddy. Have a great Guys, day. Keep impacting lives. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll see you back real soon with another guest and some more stories. Bye, everybody. Later, Kyle. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.